All right, I hit record. I can okay. I can cut it in and out whenever. So I just figured I hit. It. But okay. yeah, yeah. Well, you you had texted me and you said I'd like to see you do a video with Natalie talking about travel. And then I was like, well, you both have walked across Europe, so it's true. Yeah, Different I have part. not. So yeah. Right. So Natalie, you you recently got back from travel, right? Yes. How I recently was, is recently? Recently, meaning December 15th, I landed okay. in the U.S. Okay. So I was gone. I left on November 11th. Okay. So I just, yeah. But I didn't walk all the way across Europe. I just walked across Spain. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't walked across Europe. I accidentally walked to Wales once. Um, but like, okay, tell this I'm story. usually not walking anywhere if I can help it. Tell this story. <laughs> How did you, you accidentally walk to Wales? Well, I, I was, so I was, um, living in york and it was a weekend i didn't have anything to do and york's in the north side of england and uh the the fellow whose house i was staying at had a bunch of books and one of them was about used bookstores and i was flipping through them and it said there's this town um called hay on Y, which has more used bookstores than any other town per capita in the world and I was like well that sounds pretty neat and it's England it's kind of small so I'll go there um so I kind of like you know didn't have internet uh accessibility at the time yeah you you know internet was there but you had to like go to an internet cafe and pay two pounds and sit down at the computer and that sort of thing um and so um like pre-cell phone era um and so I uh took a train down it was sunday to the nearest uh stop to it uh that i could find on a map which was a town called hereford uh and i got out and the train had arrived at like you know 3 30 or something and the last bus to hay was at like three o'clock uh and so i was like oh well that that's too bad and so i asked i was like is there a like a hostel in town or anything like that and everybody was like no uh so i i said well how far is hereford and somebody was like yeah it's it's probably about 45 minutes maybe i said well that's nothing so i i took off walking um not realizing uh that they probably meant by car um yeah and so (laughs) i walked for a really long time for like quite a few hours and then um Uh, and there was nothing there it was just hedgerows and sheep and nothing um uh and just like a straight road that just went over 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 these hills um and it it started snowing and it was like really wet snow and um and uh and i'm i'm not much one for prepping properly for a trip so my backpack was essentially just a pillowcase with straps like it was not like a spring backpack at all so um so anyway, so I'm, I'm uh, moving along and finally I get to like a, uh, like a tavern or a bar or something. And so I, I stop in and I'm like, you know, how, how much farther is, uh, is hay? And they said, oh, it's, it's, you know, maybe 25 minutes. And I was like, okay, well, that's, that, that, that's pretty good, you know? And so then I, I start to walk and they're like, wait, wait, you're walking. And that's when I realized like everybody's, uh, framework for measurement was distant uh different and so um so i asked i was like well you know it was getting kind of late at this point and so i said well do y'all do y'all do rooms and they were like we do not and i was like do you like could i give you you know like 10 pounds for floor space and just like y'all let me stay in here and they're like no so 
um, so I kept on going and I, you know, I, I probably looked fairly disreputable. So I, I, you know, the three cars that pass, I stuck up my thumb, but nobody stopped. Um, mm. uh, giant beardy guy is not first thing that you want to <laughs> like pull over for, uh, in, at night, uh, in, in the, the country. So I kept on going, I kept on going and finally, um, you know, I, I don't even know what time it was, but you know, I mean, it was very, very cold, very wet. Um, and I finally saw like this huge light off in the distance. And I thought, okay, good. Even if it's not, Hey, at least it's some town, like I'll, I'll be set. Like, I mean, it just lit up the sky because it was pitch black. I couldn't see like three inches in front of my face. You know, I was just sort of walking along. And if you, you knew you were off the road, if you like bumped into the square cut hedgerows and then you went back onto the road. Um, and so, uh, you know, so it was over the crest of this hill. And so I was jogging up. I was so excited. And I crest over the hill and it is a, phone booth with like no and you can see for miles beyond it there's nothing there's just a phone booth on the side of the road um that has a light in it and it's just so dark that this light oh. so i was like okay well i guess i'll spend the night in the phone booth so i like I, <laughs> I tried to get into the phone booth and i like huddled up but the ground the 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 it didn't extend all the way to the ground it opened for about a foot and a half and so while i was moving i was fine as soon as i stopped moving i got too cold and so i was oh yeah i was you know i was pretty defeated but i was like well i guess i'll i'll just keep going so you know i i got up and kept going and kept going and another few hours later um i saw an act uh, like actual town lights and i got to uh hey at probably about four o'clock in the morning um and uh there was nothing open um until the next day at nine uh and so like there weren't any restaurants there weren't any you know anything uh, i mean and it's a tiny town except for the like 45 or 60 used bookstores that it has and like one hotel uh, or like little hotel and then like a couple of restaurants uh so nothing was open so i was i was really sad because i didn't want to just stand there for another five hours but there was a public restroom that was unlocked uh, in the middle of town. And so I went into the public restroom and closed the door. And so at least that like kept the rain and the wind off and it was cold, but it was okay. And I, it was too cold to sleep, but I just sort of sat in there and read uh, Love in the Time of Cholera until things opened at like 9 a.m. And then I oh, that's went awful. and got a bagel and then spent as much money as I spent anywhere else on used books. And I filled up my bag with about <laughs> 70 ask. books that I then had to carry for the rest of my trip. <laughs> um, I'm a really dumb traveler. Like I'm really cheap in some ways. And, uh, 70 books. Yeah. I mean, they, they were small books. They were paperbacks. Like I, I, I was really into Steinbeck at the time and, and they had like every Steinbeck book, which, you know, pre Amazon and pre eBay, like it was really hard to, track yeah. down specific books like you had to like scour used bookstores and things like that and yeah. so anything that i was like i know i'm gonna want this eventually like i stocked up um and they had great covers too there were these old like pan paperback covers from like the probably the early 50s they were real painterly and illustrative and I, cool. I, oh they were great you said uh, yeah and i i think i probably spent maybe three dollars worth on food while i was there because i was like gotta save that money for books so i'm just like you know this, oh my this, gosh this horrible wretch like moving along like hungry and tired and wet and cold and just getting Isn't all these that, books that's like the worst though when you're so cold that you can't sleep like that happened to me 
a couple times on this last trip that I did, but the worst was like, so I, I had chin splints at one point. Um, awful, just terrible. Like I was, I, it was like my first two weeks of walking and like going into my second week I had had, I like my shin was swollen at that point. And like, you were actually what, like mine was, was just idiocy. Yours was by design. (laughs) I was actually walking on purpose. Yeah. Wow. And so, but I was also dumb because I took like my GoPro, my actual camera and a super eight camera and my computer. So my backpack should have had like clothes, food, sleeping bag, like a sleeping bag that was warm, but instead <laughs> I had a really light one because I was like, well, I need, I need like the weight for my computer and my like 600 cameras that I brought. Yeah so stupid. But, um, yeah, so I was walking and my backpack was too heavy and my, uh, I didn't have good arch support in my shoes. And so I ended up getting shin splints, like the first week in one shin to the point where like, I was like limping around everywhere. And it was like, like creaky. I don't know if you've had shin splints. I know Jason has, I haven't, I messed up my feet this year, real bad walking around too far without, uh, good shoes. Like your arch. Now I know to get good shoes. Your feet don't really heal. So no <laughs> shoes now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got insoles for my shoes and it started to help. But then my other leg started to swell. And I was like, oh no, I'm screwed. Like it was terrible. And so at this point, I'd been walking with the same people for a couple of weeks. And then they like, we all just split off from each other. Cause these like three guys were like, we're going to do 40 kilometers a day. And I was like, I'm barely making 25. So I'm going to be able to do that. Um, and then this particular night, my friend Maria was traveling with me. And then she was like, I'm going to keep going, but I think you should rest here because you can barely walk. And I was like, great. So I was like alone this night and I go into there, they're called albergues. They're just hostels, but they're for, for pilgrims. And so I like go into it and the guy is like, he's really nice, but he's like really weird. The guy who runs it, he had all this weird, like space music that was playing. And it's like, I'm in like a little village. Like it's like a tiny little village. That's like, it got like the biggest attraction is the big church, you know, like it's just, it's very old timey feel. And then you walk in and there's like neon lights and like space music happening. And he has like really crazy black hair. And I was just like, Oh gosh, where did she leave me? Because I, he, she talked to him uh, in Spanish and he spoke some English and she was basically like, my friend's injured, make sure that she's okay. And so like every few, like every 30 minutes, he would just like knock on my door and be like, are you good? And I'm like, yes, I'm good. (laughs) But it was really sweet. But, and like, then he made me a paper flower because he did uh, origami. So he just made, he asked my favorite color, made me a flower, but that place for some reason in like several different towns, they would do this thing where whenever they would go home, like the people who ran the albergues, they would just turn the heat off because they're like, well, we're not here anymore. So I turn it off. And then all the people who were staying there would just freeze their butts off. So I was there with like two other people were the only people in this albergue. And it is so cold, like miserably cold. And I woke up like all night long. Also, because I was in so much pain, like if I rolled over, I would like get sore from like one hip and I'd have to roll the other one. I felt like an old lady. I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Um, and the cold just made it so much more terrible because it was like all your muscles were tight and 
it was awful. So I got up at like, eventually, I, I think I got up at like 5.30 or 6 or something. And I was just like, forget it. And I packed my stuff and I just started walking and it was like dark. And I had my headlamp on and I was just trying to find my way through there. It was terrible. Yeah, where, where did you start and where did you end? Um, I started in Pamplona, which is like you, the city. Can you say what you did first? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I, I did the uh, Camino de Santiago yeah, okay. and I did uh, the French way. And so normally people start in St. Jean-Pierre de Port, but which is like right across the French border. But I don't know Spanish. So I was trying to find a bus. I couldn't find one. And like I had taken a train to Pamplona. And technically, if, if I wanted to start from the right spot, I could have walked three days up and then three days back down. But I was like, I'll just start from Pamplona. And then I, I'll add three days to the end and go all the way to Fistera, like the sea. So, um, yeah, Pamplona is the city where they do the running of the bulls, I guess. Yeah. yeah so that's where I started. Yeah, Liz has been. I've never been to Pamplona. It's actually a cool city. It's like, I guess it's like kind of a college town. There were like a lot of young people and there's like a big college there or something. Huh. I don't know. Seems cool. So what did you, what did you hike, Chris? What did I, what? What did you, what did you hike when you went to Europe? Oh, I didn't, I didn't ever hike anywhere by design. It was just, <laughs> I, I ended up missing buses or getting thrown off trains or things like that. And then I would just walk to wherever I could find how did you uh, get thrown why off were train? you there like what well, was it like uh <laughs> let's hear the story um i mean the, the train thing and it's just you know i had a i had a uh url pass so in theory like oh. you could do it but i didn't know that like during holy week you had to make reservations so i'm like oh. going from where was i going um either madrid to barcelona or barcelona to paris or something like that um i think i think i started in madrid no, I don't know. Anyway, but I was I was going somewhere, and they uh, and they went through, and they were like uh, tickets, and I had my ticket. And they're like, "What's your reservation?" And I was like, uh... "They're like, you have to have a reservation." I was like, "Can I just sit in the dining car?" And they're like, "No, off at the next stop." And I was like, "Okay." Oh. Um, and so it was like I didn't know where it was, but I think I ended up walking to the nearest like city city which i i want to say is barcelona that time um okay. wherever it was there was an abandoned stadium that was full of cats that i cut through like just tens of thousands of feral cats it was really, really <laughs> it's probably spain there's so many cats there i mean it was like you you can fathom <laughs> how many cats were in this crumbling old like soccer stadium like it was it was <laughs> sounds okay. terrifying yeah so why were you, did you go there just to just to go to europe was that i mean or was or well, was there a specific the, the, reason back, back back when i was always getting thrown out of stuff and missing my things like now i'm mostly better i did do a dumb walk the uh first time i was in denmark a few years ago um but um yeah most most of my walks are just because i, I plan poorly um but uh but I went when I was in college, I went and Liz was going to do a study abroad thing in Spain. And I thought, well, I want to do study abroad. Um, and then I looked at how much it cost and I thought, I don't want to do study abroad, but I still want to go to Europe. Um, and so uh, I stayed with friends of dad at different places um, uh, in France and in England. And just sort of, and then the rest of the time, like found the cheapest hostels that I could find or 
slept on benches or whatever else and just sort of you know was real aimless with it um and uh i had a, a professor that let me do a couple of classes online so i'd find an internet cafe i'd i'd read uh chaucer in middle english and write reports on it and then uh you know try try to do that in like two hours and like send it back in uh because i could only afford like so much per day like i spent more on internet than i spent on food um i spent yeah. nothing on food. i just got a, a cheese and clementines and and bread and like that was it like the whole time yeah. i was there and when I would stay with somebody they they'd often feed me and it would be great um and then I met up with Liz and her friends uh, in Italy for her spring break. And I spent as much in a week as I'd spent like the two months before that. Cause they kept eating real food. They're like, let's go eat some real food. And I was like, ah. Oh gosh. Did you go there to, to meet her? I thought I heard that one time like you, you went to winter back or something in Europe. Oh yeah, and oh, no, we, we yeah. were we were broken up at the time, so we broke up before um before both of us went over there, and I knew very much that I wanted to get back together with her. But we had we had tentatively planned to get together for her spring break, uh, regardless. But she didn't want to get back together with me, and so she had her friend Nawal, uh, who went everywhere just as sort of like a romance blocker. Uh, oh. this. and uh, Noel was absolutely charming like I, you know we were glad for her company but it it, it made wooery difficult yeah wooery wooery is that I a like real it. word I don't, I don't know I like it <laughs> um, we're gonna use it yeah uh, but yeah we, we 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 went uh one of the places we went we went to Venice um and again, oh man, I'm so bad to travel. So Allie, Allie met me in, in Paris, our, our cousin. Um, oh. And uh, we went around and did stuff and I, I'm slightly less cheap than I used to be. But, um, but man, back then, cause I, I had like, what, $750 and it had to last me like six months. Um, so it, it was, wow. you know, um, like, yeah so anyway so so we get to like the the eiffel tower and uh it's like an ele like the elevator is two euros to get to the top which at the time is like a dollar fifty and i'm like no no we are taking the stairs like, it's like uh, 20 now it's what? so much more expensive it's i know so i mean oh at the time it wasn't much but it was it was too much for me i was like any i was like you got to save that money for books so i'm like ali look there's these print you can't get this stuff here i will drop 20 euros on this weird musketeer comic <laughs> but we are not paying more than two for dinner like it's well oh i'll sing God. i'll sing until somebody gives me enough money for a pineapple and then we're set um uh so we would do that sort of thing but we went to we went to venice and i was like we'll do a uh we'll we'll do a, a gondola like that'll be that'll be the romanticest thing ever and i i i wrote a song for it and i'll sing it for her. um because i hadn't told her yet that i, I wanted to that I was still in love with her and wanted to get back to that. I wanted it to be an appropriate moment. Um, and so we're on this gondola and like, you know, I'm, I'm like, Liz, I have to tell you. And, and the gondola, uh, gondolier um, kept interrupting for sightseeing. He'd be like, Hey, Hey, sorry, lady, that building used to be Brown. And like these, these, like these, these like really uninteresting uh, things that it kept it. So I don't know. So it was, uh, and so anyway, so after the gondola trip, she's like, well, that's a lot. I'm going to have to think about that. I was like, okay, <laughs> here we go. 
<laughs> so it took like another me trying to be a better me and yeah demonstrate that i was a worthwhile candidate for her affection before she uh yeah he agreed <laughs> nice but yeah so i was just there for um just that like i just thought i would you know take it all in and so while i was there is when i got um when uh, it was it was looking at like the the french comics mostly like they 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 had this all the stuff that i wasn't seeing here and it was just um i mean like you 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 know your your dad had like asterix books and tintin stuff mm -hmm. and things like that and you know you you didn't really have that kind of thing in american comic shops you know you just had mostly superheroes and sci-fi stuff and seeing these different genres and slice of life things and you know drawings of buildings and stuff like that i got really excited about drawing again and it kind of led me towards what i do now um oh, wow. it, was a, it was a very formative trip for me but i but um but yeah real real aimless wow <laughs> was yours was yours a religious pilgrimage natalie or was it just was it for the heck of it like <laughs> No I mean, did, you, did you find the lord <laughs> um no it wasn't religious did you need to touch I, a relic like heal their splints well a lot a lot of people do do it because like it's a very catholic thing to do and the tradition is to go inside the churches and pray in every city which would just take so long but people do it um but no i didn't do it for religious reasons i mostly just did it because i like kind of was needing the space away from everyone and so I was originally supposed to go to Nepal for three months and then that that's where I thought you went I assumed you were in Nepal or Tibet or wherever and then uh and all Tibet, of a sudden I'm like no, me, <laughs> yeah I didn't end up going there I went to Spain obviously instead and it was like so good for me because for me like I uh I always, my, my brain's always like moving really quickly and I'm thinking about a lot of things all the time. So the times that I like can calm down enough to like feel things or like be in touch with my feelings is when I'm walking. And so it's funny cause I, I did like a little mini documentary while I, uh, while I went, which is why I brought like, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll link it to this video cause it needs more views. <laughs> she uploaded it to YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's like got like almost two thousand views already. It's crazy. She's like I have no idea how she's YouTube happened. famous now. I don't know it's how great. that happened. But um one of the guys on the video, uh his name's Simon. He's like this older guy from the UK, super cool dude. He like lives in Colombia now and does like all this like cool ministry there. But he described it as like when you start walking, you have like an orchestra in your head and it's just like you're there's so much going on all the time. And then the more you walk, cause you get up every day and eventually like all you can think about is, oh my gosh, my body hurts so bad. Like, and then, and then like, that's your focus. And then once your body adjusts by like week two or week three, then you can finally think like, oh, like, okay, this is like what I want to do when I get home or, and like kind of readjust. And it was funny. Cause like everyone I talked to along the way, they were all like, doing it for a reason everyone was like I needed to get away because of like this or that and like all this different stuff and then we would all be like are we transformed yet like <laughs> are we new people and we we didn't feel it you know and then as soon as we got to the end it was kind of like 
you look back and you realize that you've kind of built better habits, mm -hmm. um, just being away from your community. And, uh, I don't know, like it was really inspiring. And I've like the past couple of years been thinking about doing, um, wilderness therapy. Um, I've like thought about going back to school for it and stuff. And then when I got back, I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to like apply for like some field guide jobs and see if I can get in. And so I've been like applying for those. And I had an interview today, actually. So fingers crossed, <laughs> but, um, and in the area, like Cherokee national forest type of stuff, or it's in the, uh, it's like in, oh my gosh, what town is it? In? It's in North Carolina, but it's, it's like three hours for me. So it's in the Smokies and, uh, yeah, it's so I like, it's like, eight days on six days off. So I would like camp for eight days with people. And then six days, I just drive back to Chattanooga and just be here. So it's, it seems super cool. And honestly, like for me that that's why I did it. Cause I think like being like, just doing the simple things every day, like waking up and being like, what am I going to eat for breakfast? How far am I going to walk? Am I going to be able to walk that far? Or am I going to collapse? Like, am I going to find a place to stay this tonight? You know, it was just like, we were all in that just like survival mode mm -hmm. and it just was, it was so nice. It was so great. Yeah. That is so neat. I, I, you know, not nearly as long a thing, but I went up to the cabin for a week to do like brush clearing. And it was sort of that same thing. It's yeah. like, there, there's nobody to talk to. You can't watch anything. You're just like, um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm getting some writing done and when I'm not writing, I'm out clearing some of the trails that have gotten overgrown and, mm -hmm. uh, walking around and that's it. You know, I know I've got to gather firewood. I know I have to fix dinner. Yeah. That's, that's it. You know, it's um, super simple. Yeah. But it, enjoy it, does. It? I mean, it, it, it gives you a sense of being able to just, you, it, you, you get bored so fast and then you start, you know thinking about other things that you usually put off thinking about. Yeah, it's true. And I think the reason why you get bored so fast is because you don't want to think about those things. And you're like, I got to do like 10 other things now to distract myself. And like, yeah, when you can't, then it's like, oh, well, dang it. I guess I'll just think about this stuff now. <laughs> and yeah. So it's, I mean, it was, it was a cool experience for me because I think I had a lot of unhealthy habits, just like in my social life of not being like, I'm really bad at saying no to people and things like that. And so like learning to like, basically taking a month away from all these people and coming back and having that space of like, okay, maybe they forgot that I was this way and now I can adjust our relationship, you know? <laughs> so, and it's honestly, it's worked so far. So it's been good. Yeah. Now are you, are you naturally, um, isolating or are you naturally a group person or is it like back and forth I'm such a group person and that's why I like struggle with because I I will say yes to everyone and if I'm at home by myself for too long like at this point I've been home alone for like two hours and I'm like well maybe I should go do something like it's been we, a while we're, we're something we're something <laughs> yeah no no this is helpful if this wasn't happening I wouldn't be at my house anymore yeah. I'd be gone by now but yeah no I'm definitely a, a people person which is like good in some ways but also like I tend to not give my brain the space it needs to like you know do its own thing <laughs> maybe when I'm sleeping it's doing something important and I just don't know <laughs> Jason, yeah. how about you? You're, I, I think of you as a by yourselfer, but I don't, 
you know, probably more so putting it on you. So, yeah, probably I'd, I'd be more comfortable by myself. Yeah, I think so. I, I, um, I like, I like times like that. Like I'll go out and walk by myself for hours and hours and hours all the time. And that's like, that's like the best thing in the world to me is when I can just go out and be with, by myself with my thoughts and yeah. And, uh, and just yeah, read or something. Um, yeah, I like that a lot better. Yeah, if I'm if I'm around, especially if I'm around crowds, I love people, but I hate crowds. Like it's yeah. weird. I love the individual people, but if I'm I like, in big crowds, I like I, I like people in the abstract. While I'm not liking individual people, I like crowds. You like uh, what? <laughs> without the you know, well, pre-COVID, I liked crowds. You you know, it okay in crowds. Um. Yeah. But like, like I love going to the mall on Christmas Eve. I'm like, oh man, look at all this stuff. Like, oh, but, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, a, I'm a very, um, I'm a social person, but I'm very like selfishly social. Like, I, I want to be by myself most of the time. And like, you know, every two hours, I'm like, I need human interaction. And so I'll, you know, go on like social media is good for that because I can go on Twitter for like ten minutes, and then I'm like, and I'm good, and now I can get back to being by myself but um yeah uh yeah. but as a result like i you know i have one friend that i text with regularly uh and maybe two or three friends that i call once a year uh and that's like it in terms of from home yeah. uh like hear stuff like I'll, I'll see people at conventions and i'll see people when i'm you know visiting or when there's a get together like at the cabin or family things or stuff like that but otherwise i'm just like nope liz and penny that that's plenty yeah, yeah i mean i guess you have a built-in friend with marriage so that's yeah. nice <laughs> well, you, hope, you hope that you do i do so, <laughs> so <that's cool. laughs> yeah no Someday. that i like i don't know if it's an extrovert thing but like I, if I'm by myself for like the whole morning, like if I haven't talked to anyone until noon, the first person I talk to, I just have to apologize to them because I'm usually like, I'm like stuttering over my words. Cause I'm just like, Oh my gosh, someone's talking to me. And then, and then I'm like, I never, I'm, I'm usually way more chill than this. I'm so sorry. I just haven't talked to anyone yet today. And they're always like, oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I've talked to other extroverts and they say the same thing where it's like, if we go too long without talking to someone, it's like, we forget how to talk to them. <laughs> and too long is like, four hours <laughs> like, yeah. it's super weird so yeah i don't know i guess jason doesn't feel that way no i, Probably I don't not. i don't know i guess i'm kind of hypocritical though because i'm doing this stuff so but i kind of wonder how long i can keep this up too though is these these youtube conversations like trying to be proactive and do them you know because i'm like because i'm perfectly content to not do them as well like i would yeah. i'd be fine if i was just went out and slept in the woods or something instead well, of i i get how tricky it can be i did um i was doing like talks with other cartoonists and storytellers and posting them up pretty regularly um but man like if i but it it, it was getting to the point where i was you know wanting to talk to people that i didn't know particularly well and if like if a a conversation doesn't click for me like like if there's not like an easy back and forth like especially in instances like that i want to do you know 
ask a question and sit back and you know listen to what the person has to say um but man when somebody's a two-word answer person like i was like that's it i'm done i'm out so i was like that happened twice and i'm like ah nope yeah forget it (laughs) yeah i mean i do like i'm not i'm not the type of person that like shuns social things like i do think that is like the kingdom of god in a way is you know being connected with family and socially and everybody being connected and uh i don't even think you can really know who you are as a person without any of that so i'm not like oh i never want to be around people ever like i appreciate it all i'm just more inclined to just like like especially if i'm around people all day i'm usually like all right i think i'm gonna go hide for a little bit yeah yeah so i don't know that's like my, my dad was like that and i'm like that too like if i'm on vacation or something it's really a vacation because, you know, like, to, you know, after, at, you know, if I'm at somebody's house or something like that, after about two days, I'm like, I've got to, I've got to get by myself for a little while. So I'll go yeah. for a drive or I'll hole up in a room that nobody's in or something like that. But, the bathroom. Um, but I get, I, I, I'm like reverse Natalie. Like I start to get antsy after like four hours of being around people. Yeah. That's, that's how I am too. Yeah. yeah. No, there was, there was one day where I was, um, I was trying to do a full day by myself. I was like, I'm not going to talk to anyone. And I told everyone in, in advance, I was like, if you want to hear from me, you're not going to today. That's not happening. And so I like, literally I, I grabbed a book and like water snacks, put it on this like tiny backpack that I have. And I was like, I'm going to hike 10 miles into the woods. And so I just start hiking in the woods. And then after a while, well, also when I got to this hike, there was caution tape everywhere. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't be here, but I'm going to go anyway. And so I just kept walking. And then once I was deep into the woods, I was like, I wonder if there's anyone out here. And I wonder if I should be out here. And yeah. so then I turned around and I like, I read for a little while and then I went back. And then by the time I got back to my car, it was like 4 PM and I hadn't talked to anyone all day. And I was like, I can, I can do this. And the biggest thing for me is eating by myself. I hate eating out by myself. And I have, I have an easier time eating in by myself now, but like going to a restaurant. Oh, I love eating out by myself. I, I yeah, do. I hate eating. With I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Like I'll save up a special day. I'll bring a book. I'll go to the Chinese buffet. Like, I'll, I'll, oh, no. I love it. I well, I like it now, but I used to hate it. I thought it was like so sad when I saw other people do it. I, was like, I don't have any friends. Like that sucks. And so <laughs> I didn't want to. All so you I have is a book. Back home because I like I had driven an hour to go on this hike. So I drove all the way back home. At this point, it's like five thirty or something, and I was like, you know what? Forget it. And so I called someone, and I was like, do you want to get dinner with me? And I didn't even make it a full day not even a full day but now now I could maybe do that I think going on this trip was kind of helpful in that regard but like yeah no that that's so difficult for me (laughs) oh even I like movies like I prefer like I've I've seen three movies since the pandemic started in the theater and two of them I went to see by myself because I'm like I just want to watch this by myself like no that's that's how our mom is that yeah and that's like that's something actually we talked about that in one of my film classes because my mom is so much like that we're like I, part of me is like she would be the kind of person that would vote like yeah let's do vr movies now so i can be in the movie you know because she like loves 
movies. But for me, and for a lot of film people in my classes, we were like, no, it's like communal. You go together and then everyone's laughing at the same time. And it's just like super nice. And I don't know, for me, I'm like, I don't, I, I love doing that kind of stuff with other I think, I mean, I think there, <laughs> there, there can be a benefit from the, from the, the communal experience of watching something in, in a larger group or things like that. But I, you know. It's just not for you. <laughs> I, uh, some, sometimes it is like like uh, we we saw I saw French Connection with some friends and that was fun um, okay. and I've got a buddy who like if there's it, like we we've gone to see maybe a, a handful of uh, action movies that I was really keen on seeing which are l less big budget ones but like ones that I thought were going to be really fun um, mm -hmm. and I really enjoy watching them with with him but it's like mostly i don't know like i i can watch movies that i care about i want to watch by myself mm -hmm. um and movies that i don't care about i'm fine watching with other people because then we can comment and we can do without you know whatever else yeah and it's it's, it, it, it's more experiential and i can be more forgiving of the quality of the movie yeah that's fair i only like watching movies with people if they're actually watching them with me if yeah. i'm like in a movie theater and they're not paying attention or like they're at my house and i'm like this is my favorite movie and then they get on their phone i'm like i'm turning it off <laughs> forget it i'm turning it off <laughs> so i get that that makes sense sorry jay should we be talking about travel no you can talk about whatever <laughs> i don't care so so what okay. what prompted the documentary was that something you knew you wanted to do going in yeah so i like i did not do any research so when you say that you're not a prepared traveler i resonate with that i'm never prepared ever like i i kid you not was i decided i wasn't going to nepal and then i was like i need to find a place to go because i rented out my room so i don't have a place to stay anymore and so i literally booked a ticket for the next week to go to spain and my research consisted of me trying to find YouTube videos about the Camino and all of them are terrible. <laughs> and uh, then I watched that movie. I watched part of it. The one with uh, Martin Sheen, the way, the way or something like that. And it's like, he walks the French way and it's, I just don't, I don't like it. Is, it, is it a modern thing? Is it a, is it yeah. like an old timey it's, pilgrim? Like, I don't know what it is. No, it's like a modern one. He like okay. watch. He walks the French way because his son was doing it, and then his son passes away in the beginning okay. of the movie, and so he does it for him. I didn't even finish. Like it. Michael Sheen like, or Martin Sheen? Martin Sheen. Okay. And yep. Emilio Estevez is in it actually. Okay. So, um, but anyway, it's not that good. I don't recommend it. But I like watched part of it because I was like, oh, I can do this for research, whatever. And it's not very good. And so after like looking for stuff that was good, I was like, I just can't find anything that really gives me a feeling of what this is like. Mm -hmm. And so I decided that I wanted to take my cameras with me, but I didn't know what I wanted to do until I got there. And then I would like, like sometimes you're walking alone and sometimes you're walking with people, you know, because like if you're, it depends on what pace you're going and stuff. And if you happen to be with someone and you walk the same pace for a while, then you just talk to them. And uh, I would ask them like, why are you walking? And they'd be like, oh, I just want to clear my head. And then we walk for like another hour. And then they would just like tell me all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, you did not just want to clear your head. Like <laughs> so much going on. And so I decided after that, I was like, I really want to 
get people's stories along the way. Cause I like, that's something that's always been important to me because like going from script writing in college and coming up with like, like I would write like comedies and stuff, which was super fun. But then once I finished school, I was like, you know, I kind of just want to like tell real people's stories because they have such good ones. And so this was like my first dip into doing documentary filmmaking, which is something I've always wanted, like not always, but lately since college have wanted to do. Um, ever since I was a wee girl. Ever, ever since I was a wee, <laughs> documentary. like 20 year old. <laughs> yeah no but uh yeah so it was cool that's like that's mostly why I decided to do it but I had no plan for it I was literally like I'm just gonna interview people I guess and then I just picked my moments with the rest of it because I mean pulling your camera out of your backpack super annoying and so a lot of times I just wait for a moment that I was like "Ooh, I want to remember this and I would just pull my camera out and get it so like someone asked me like did you have to shift through like hours and hours of footage and I was like kind of but it wasn't that bad because I didn't overshoot anything because it was a hassle <laughs> to shoot anything so yeah I don't know it was good I mean it was fun though it was super fun well, I'll send it to you I look forward I look forward to watching that that's great um because uh yeah I knew you know I I needed short stuff and animation stuff but I had never seen documentary style stuff so that's that's exciting. yeah yeah no right i'm here. happy to see it do what there's here's it the, right here on her youtube this clip oh, of yeah. it so this is the part i was talking about this is right here yeah he was talking about the opera in your head thing that's Simon. Oh, okay <laughs> nah. yeah so it's kind of long it's like 40 minutes the issue is is that i did not um bring audio equipment because my back would have broken probably and so the audio is really rough at times that's why there's subtitles through the whole thing and some of it's not in english too so there's like subtitles for like the spanish and the french and the italian so yeah 31 subscribers 1515 views how did you do that i had like five <laughs> subscribers before this video. <laughs> and my like most popular one was that that bunny wedding i did for caitlin and ava that was the only video that had a lot of views it's so sad <laughs> so where um you guys where's your favorite place that you've been travel wise Oof. including well, the u.s chris don't you don't you like love was it norway don't you just keep going back to I, well i i keep going back because i i get hired to go back um, okay. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's denmark and i really like it but denmark. i i teach um there's a, a couple of schools there that I've, I've taught there and they're affiliated that I've, I've taught, uh, some classes too, that I really like. And then, and I, I do really like it there, but I've not taken advantage of Denmark proper. Like I haven't really explored outside of that specific area. I went to, there's a, like a recreation biking village, not too far from it that I was like, I'll, I'll go out there. And I went out there and they're like, it's only open from June to such and such. And I was there in February. So that wow. was one of those really long walks uh, <laughs> that was fruitless. Um, but um, really like my, my favorite places are um, either York where I live for the longest um, uh, just because I, I love, all the old stuff and you know it's got buildings there that are like 2000 years old and uh or 
was like a Roman city. Um, and then, then it was a, a Saxon city and then it was a Viking city. And then it was, and so it's gone through all these hands and there's all these, you know, fingerprints everywhere. And the, the, the houses are all really old and well-preserved. Like the house where I lived was 700 years old. Um, wow. uh, and uh, it was, it, it's just a really neat place. And I like taking it in. Um, but I also really love Paris because of the bookstores and comic shops. Um, and so Paris is my favorite place to go if I have uh, money to spend and stuff. So I like, and, and again, like talking about like preparation, like I did, I, I figured out like before I ever left uh, the US, I had a map where all the different comic shops were and like where the, uh, the things that, cause you know, I mean, uh, so if anybody watching this doesn't know, I'm a cartoonist um, and I like studying the work of other people and the, the Franco-Belgian comics industry has been a really flourishing one for a very, very long time. And they do very different things than we do in, in America. Um, and if you can find, and, and a lot of the stuff, you know, is long out of print and you can't necessarily find it. And so you kind of have to scour these shops to find things, uh, or there are specialty versions or like black and white versions of things that are usually published in color and stuff like that. Um, and so I made this list of like 13 that I was, we're all sort of walking distance from Notre Dame. And so I stayed, uh, uh, in rooms above Shakespeare and company, which is like an English language bookstore across the yeah. street um and so i was like uh so i'll just you know every day go out and try these different things and i also did you know uh, parisian things like i went to a few of the museums and you know the some of the the cathedrals and things like that but it wasn't until i got home that i was like you know someday i really want to go to like reams or something and i you know i had uh, I was making a list of like some other things because we've got a, a bunch of our like some of our best ancestors are buried uh, at this other cathedral and I was like I don't know where it is but I'll look it up I get home I look on a map it's like 10 miles outside of Paris and I'm so oh. mad like, oh. <laughs> I then it had a fire a couple years ago after Notre Dame so it's like so I you know hopefully everybody's yeah. still in good shape but um, I know y'all have done like a Swiss visit but if you know maybe everybody can get together and do a um like a uh french english nansai yeah. uh thing where we visit all the the graves of the you know whoever's that would be cool i actually don't know much about nansai other than like the uh sicilian stuff yeah. barely i barely know stuff about that but yeah. i don't know anything about the english side well it's on the 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 norton side so daisy stem uh her 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 side um which is so the so um uh blind joe his wife's side okay is yeah. the english french before that german before that side okay so we're still all generally from the you know the uh the alps but you know we just have yeah. circuitous routes to get there so yeah I did, I did that, uh, what's it called? The 23andMe thing. And it's all just like in like Western Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Literally all of it. I was like, wow. Yeah, we, we, we've got no, ver no, no, no variety in our- uh, <laughs> Not at all. Marriage, but um, yeah. but it, it, it's pretty neat. So Aunt Kristen gave me a, like for 
for our wedding, she was, you know, I, I asked uh, if I knew that she had a bunch of uh, analysis notes and family notes and things like that on family stuff. And I asked if she'd make me a copy of them and she did. And that was our, our wedding present. And so we read them on the way to our honeymoon, like just stories about oh, different cool. people. We thought that was pretty neat. And then I've used that as a springboard to find more stuff. But we we sort of hit pay dirt with one real good relative. Uh, I say one 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 relative who came from a well-documented line and then that made it easy to track down everybody else. So, okay. um, but I've, I've gone to a couple of the, the grave sites um, for a couple of them, but I'd, I'd like to do more. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are in Europe. If you go back past about like 1550. Wow. Oh, huh. cool. So Paris said- is your favorite. Oh, uh, no, York, York is really, York is my favorite. And I also really like Edinburgh, but York, uh, York is the, York and Edinburgh are both really neat. York is less hilly and I'm lazy. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's your, I don't know. Yeah. How, about, how about you? What's your, what's your favorite place that you've been? Um, that's tough. Cause I feel like there's some places that I like the culture more and some places I like the scenery more. If I were picking for scenery, I would pick like switzerland or iceland um if i were picking for like culture um or experience uh i like i mean like the best experience i've had i think was like i mean my last trip was amazing so that was great but that doesn't really count it feels like because it wasn't it was like this weird bubble i was in um but uh i think the people in ireland are really interesting i think like that's probably been like one of my favorite groups of people that I've met. Cause I'm not a huge traveler for, um, his history, which is kind of sad. <laughs> like, like we Dude, went on a my main thing. Oh, and everybody <laughs> else hates it. Everybody's like, no, let's take something in. I was like, no, you have to find this rock that somebody stood on. Yeah. Uh, well, like, that's why a lot of people do that Italy and I didn't love it. Not my circle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, he said a lot of people do that. And I was like, not in my circle. Like, oh, really? Huh. Yeah, no. See, no, my, my, my closest friend who I go to stuff with, like he, he likes going to art museums and things like that. But if I tried to take him to a history museum, oh. Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. But see, that's how I feel about art museums. Like, I'm like, art museums are fine. Like, I, I'll breeze through and stop if something grabs me. And he's like, what? What? You're missing out. Look, it's a, it's a, it's a Paul Klee on the back of a napkin. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> So you go, you judge more on the people, Natalie, the, than the Yeah, place? I, I like to, my favorite thing about traveling is going and just like staying in a place long enough to like fully understand the people and not fully, but like understand them and like have a good enough connection with the locals that they could take you somewhere. Like, like when I was in Northern Ireland with Melissa, I think it helps being in like either by yourself or with one person because when I was there like this random lady who was very drunk showed up on the street and was like let me show you around and like I love that and then that same thing happened when I was in Iceland I was in Iceland with uh David and people would just like come up and be like 
um, like this one girl was like, Hey, I know that it's really popular to go to the hot springs, but we were on a budget. So we weren't going to hot springs. She was like, but instead you can go to these public pools in Reykjavik where all the locals hang out. And we were like, okay, it's only $10. Sure. And so like, I, I do it. I love seeing the scenery, but I mostly love like seeing the culture of the people. I think that's, what's like the most fun for me. So Ireland's your favorite? I don't know. I don't know that Ireland's my favorite. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to pick a favorite. Yeah. Uh, so where have I you been? Know. Can you guys do that? Name name where you've been, or is it too much? It's too much. My, mine's not too much. Um, I don't know. Uh, Canada. Nat? I don't know if Canada counts. Sure. Um, Canada counts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, England. Uh, Northern Ireland. I've never been to regular Ireland. Um, uh, That's funny. Yeah. That you never um, been to. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Scotland uh, a couple times. Um, uh, France, Italy, Spain, um, Denmark. I think that's it. Well, and you also were on a, like yeah. a pirate ship for a while, so that's somewhere. Yeah, that's one of the Canada. <laughs> At sea. Yeah, um, I I started over near Vancouver, um, when I was when I was doing the tall ship. Yeah, that's cool. Are you writing yours down or something, Natalie? Because no, you went to like, like five in one year, right? I was five looking for a note. Five in one year. When you went to ice. I thought I thought I well, that year you went to because you went there then India then then Turkey that's it oh and Ukraine I did go to Ukraine too but I thought where you went somewhere else I thought you went somewhere else too I don't think so I I was trying to get to as many countries as my age and I have not done it yet I think I'm at 21 countries I think or maybe may 20. I ask your age um 24 okay. <laughs> yeah so I'm getting there I'm really close but yeah um oh I've wales been... i guess wales i don't know if wales counts as separate because it's part of the uk I oh anyway I'm... that that town i walked to ended up being in wales which i didn't know uh until i got that's there funny. and it was welsh so that's <laughs> i think that counts because i feel like it yeah i would say that it probably counts because also like i've been to new zealand and that's part of the uk technically right is it yes. actually uh, i'm not sure but it, it might be part of the British Empire. I don't know if it's part yeah, of the maybe or not. But um, it seems very weird that that you would travel for history and and not plan. <laughs> like, that seems a little. <laughs> well, I mean, I, and I I do more I do more planning now. Okay, that's um, good. I, let me let me rephrase. I plan <laughs> what I want to see. I do not check to see if it is open that time oh, of okay. year. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. days they're open, how far it is, things like that. Yeah. I'm just like I'm gonna go here, and then it ends up being a lot farther or a lot closer yeah, than I expect it to be. That's a bummer. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know. Yeah, y'all 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 have been all sorts of neat places. I've never been outside of Europe. Um, and I really, I really want to do some Middle East and North Africa places. Like there's a, like, I, I, I want to go to Morocco. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, I'd like to go to Algiers. I'd like to go to Israel. I'd like to go, like, there's a, there's a handful of places uh, that I think would be really neat to, to go to. I was going to try to go to Israel at the beginning of this Greece, year, but it was closed. It's as far as I know, it's still closed. Yeah. Jace, you should talk about India. That was like the first besides Canada, 
That was like, I, I told Jason, he was like, I have a good idea. And I was like, I, you're really throwing yourself in the fire there, but okay. I haven't, so I, I didn't go to Switzerland. Like I, I don't know why I'm in this conversation really. Cause I have, I really haven't traveled that much. And if you ask me my favorite place, go, I like you went to Switzerland with the. No, I, all those, the they, when they, the way went on the family vacations, I never went on any of them. Um, Not cause he wasn't invited. No. Yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, um, so yeah, but India, other than Canada, and we went on a cruise to the Bahamas once, so I don't know if that counts either. So India was my first like out of country place. I don't know why. I just kind of was it's like, just I guess one of those inner intuition things. I was like, oh, it seems like I'd want to go there more mm-hmm. than just kind of drawn there or something. I don't know, but it was it was really cool. It was a fun experience. It was um, I like the. But see, even my favorite part about it was when we went to see the village, like at the end, we were in like northeastern India and we had to hike up the mountain to see this village. And there was like a shaman guy there wearing all his garb and everything. But to me, like if I could go back, I think my dream would just be like, I get into the village and then I just wander off to the jungle by myself. (laughs) And like, just like that would that would be so much fun to me even if there's tigers and cobras i'm like i, I don't care i'll go do the mowgli thing for like a month and then forget <laughs> it i'd probably die but like that would but that was that was the coolest part i thought because it was literally like the jungle book like natalie had a picture of uh, people were bathing in a pond like it like you go up in the mountain and there's a pond in there and they're like with the lily pads it was yeah it was fun it was a there fun were trip. like there were elephant tracks through the village too because yeah. they had like walked through the night before yeah that is so neat man yeah. and then the monkeys came out the monkeys were not in the in the jungle they were like in the city and they came out yeah. at like this time of night and were it was like in the evening when we were driving back and there were monkeys everywhere it was crazy yeah. <laughs> they were like squirrels or something yeah it was weird yeah that, that that is that is one of my one of my my big things is is wandering off into the woods of wherever i am you'd like to do that if you, have, if you have phone service and a account like I, I i sometimes have a compass with me and that makes it you know i'm just like well i'll head in this direction and then i'll yeah head back the other direction yeah. um but i i like that but like a lot of places you have you know unexpected phone service or at least unexpected to me that you have phone service mm-hmm. uh yeah places like I've gone, I've gone into the everglades a couple of times and i'm like i get better service in the everglades than i get like on my street like it's weird um it's kind of annoying almost <laughs> yeah but like i wish i wish you know i i do wish we had on the one hand i like that up at the the mountain property there's um you know you, you do have that isolation if you want it and things like that but it does make it really tricky i was trying to do some mapping um while i was up there and without a gps i'm just sort of like I'm like, well, where's the river? How roughly, how far am I from that? And where's this peak? And I know that's the site. So it's, you know, I, I, I am ill-equipped to do it without being able to look at a phone and being like, oh, okay, I'm here on the map. Yeah. Um, so I bet, I bet there's like some, some kind of non-phone based GPS stuff you can get, but I don't know how much it is and I'm not interested enough to look. Um, mm-hmm yeah but it's but it but it's still like but i i but that that's a fun part it's just sort of like wandering off into the you know whatever the wilderness is i don't know that i would wander into the jungle i feel like that kills no. me quick. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, I'd probably die, but that's all right. It'd be, it'd be yeah, an no. adventure. You have, to, you have to go get raised by the wolves. That's what it is. Yeah. I will say I did. I met a guy from France and I'm telling his story on here. So hopefully he never sees this and I'm not going to say his name, but he did like a, a wilderness thing where like you go out into the woods and you learn how to survive basically. And they like, they don't give you any food. All you have is like a tarp or something and uh, you have to find your own food. And he was out there for like, I think like a month or something. And he said they were trying to like harvest mushrooms off of this tree. And somehow they like hit the tree really hard and this bird's nest fell on the ground. And he was like, there were all these baby birds in it. And I just picked one up and I just, <laughs> just ate its head off. And he told me the story and I was like, God. and he was like I don't know what it was it was just like I was so hungry that like I I felt the warm blood going down my throat and I was like this is the best feeling I've ever felt and he's like I ate every bit of that baby bird except for its like feet and he was like and everyone else did too everyone just what it's so gross I don't think I could do that you have well, to if you're gonna walk into the now, jungle but uh, you know once you haven't had meat, I'd go but... hungry yeah. I'd just go hungry you're oh. gonna eat a little baby bird. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be falling out of the tree. They're not gonna. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, they're gonna die, but yeah. I know, but like maybe cook them. But yeah, you, you could take the time to just put <laughs> it on a stick like... or something. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. Like when I, when I was younger, I was like, oh, that type of stuff is great. Nope. Not anymore. <laughs> no. Like I want. I want my comforts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't need heat or something, but like, I have, I have like a big sheepskin. It was like a rug, and now I've made it into like a cloak <laughs> thing. And so I took that up to the cabin. So anytime I was in the cabin, I was just wearing this giant sheet <laughs> uh, when I was working and writing and stuff. Um, Do you have that with you now? Can we see uh, it? Yeah, so, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I was also curious to see if he was wearing long johns or not. But he oh, had jeans on. Oh, that's good because he got up from the screen. Yeah. <laughs> His background looks so much good. <laughs> oh my god, this is great. It's fluffy, it's comfortable, it's very warm. Um, <laughs> my arm holes for it, so I like wow. that. Nice, nice. Yeah. It's that's very. It does look very warm. Moving around and not, uh, you know, you don't want to bump into things, but yeah, it is kind of like a poncho. That's nice. Yeah, it's well, that that's what I did. Like I had, I had this rug. It, it uh, had been like uh, in Dad's office, and Mom was getting rid of it, and I was like, I'll take it. And so I had this, and I was like, Well, let me look and see like how my poncho is cut. And I was like, They're the same size because uh, I because you know I've I've technically been to Mexico, but I was a baby. I don't remember it because Mom and Dad used to live on the border um then they'd take me back and forth across when i you know until we moved when i was how old six months or something um so i have like the poncho that dad had there and uh and i was like well it, the hole's like this and so i i just cut it and i was like oh i can just pop it on it's <laughs> nice it's i like it that's awesome it's good <sighs> so <laughs> it looks very cozy yeah yeah <laughs> Probably too warm to wear right now. So, I'll pop it. But, you know, I mean, it breathes, so that's nice. That is nice. <laughs> oh man. 
All right, Jace, do you have any other travel questions for for us? No, I guess not. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so Jason, are you are you more environmentally geared like when you're when you're traveling? Are you like taking I, in like, I would be definitely foliage and stuff? Yeah, probably. I mean I'd like the sometimes the like the artistic buildings, I guess like a cathedral or something I would like to see like stuff that's really or like maybe like when we went to Athens that was kind of cool to see those buildings there um but even at the same time I almost enjoy the fact that they're in ruins better <laughs> which is weird to say like I like I like the um yeah I don't know but I definitely I, I do like I think the scenery more like when we went out west I like Moab and Zion was cool to see and stuff like that and but I but even being out there when we were out there I was like I, I, one of my favorite places ever is honestly the property that we go to like mm -hmm. it's just it's mm -hmm. green it's lush it's got a river flowing through it I'm just like it's if it yeah I like I, I I feel the same way like I like I like stuff in that neck of the woods and around where my mom lives just about more than anywhere else um yeah yeah uh, I think it's just the yeah. fact that I'm I'm in it all the time. Maybe I get comfortable with it, so it's not like there. But then if I go somewhere else, I'm just like, I think home is my favorite place in the world. <laughs> like I really, really like Tennessee. <laughs> I love I love East Tennessee, like Tennessee, the Hawassee where I used to right? live. And, yeah. yeah, and North and uh, and Western North Carolina too is just like oh yeah, great. It's you know I I anywhere with a lot of boulders and moss and trees. Like I'm happy. That that's what mm -hmm. I want: boulders, moss, and trees yeah yeah it's pretty yep for sure yeah i think i'm more based around probably yeah the, the nature aspect of it but um but i i don't know i'm getting more to the point where i appreciate all of it but i don't really like cities though at all like i would i like going to big cities like even even in the u.s or something like um it just doesn't it, i don't know for some reason it doesn't really do much for me like um went to St. I think, Louis. I think you'd really, I think you'd really like New Orleans if you haven't been to New Orleans. I have been in New Orleans, it's, yeah. It's, you have or you haven't? Yeah, one, once we went. We did stay there very long though. It, we feels like like a very, it feels like a very Jason Schweitzer type of place. <laughs> yeah, right, because of all the voodoo. <laughs> I'm a voodoo kind of <laughs> yes, guy. That's, it's because <laughs> that's of it. the voodoo. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. So what were your, do you have any thoughts on uh, India now? Do you have any comments? Uh, How did you like Mumbai? Ah, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> India, I will say, um, I have traveled a lot, and India is the hardest place I have ever traveled to, um, because I have never traveled anywhere before where I've like, I'm always like, oh, like, cause I love the cultures, you know, I like learning about them, and I like, um, you know, embracing them for what they are. Um, and trying to adapt to them. And I tried that for like the first week of India. And then I was like, forget it. This sucks. It's just awful. <laughs> and I think for me, it's just, it's terrible because it's so hard being like a woman in India. And it's particularly hard being a white woman in India, especially like in the South, because we started in the South and that was, we were in a very traditional part of India in Madurai and it was like it was just tough it was really tough I got like 
hugged a lot on the street. I got kissed a lot on the cheek. It was just like, whoa, there's no personal space here. There are people taking pictures of me with me all the time. And like, granted, sometimes it was like, they were taking pictures of all of us, but like most time it was me. Yeah. (laughs) I think they think think you're famous over there. Cause I had one kid, just some random kid. He was, he asked me to tell Ellen DeGeneres hi for him. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that when I get home. Yeah, sure, no problem. We're pals. I will say though, Mumbai was funny because we got there and like originally Jessica had booked us this tour because it was like the end of the trip. And she's like, you guys, get, you're going to have like a relaxing time, whatever. And she booked us this tour that was like tour the slums or whatever. And we were like, we're not going on this tour. We've seen the slums. We don't, we don't want, we don't need to tour them. Like, it's okay. It's fine. And so we like didn't go on the tour. And then she's like, well, there's also tour. Like, why is that a tour? Super weird, right? It's a weird tour. Also, they like, you go into someone's house and they like feed you and stuff, which is kind of cool. But also it's like, we've been in people's houses. They fed us. We've been to the slums. We're okay. We don't need to do a tour for this. Um, but we, uh, there was this, this other thing she told us, she was like, this is on the list too. It's called Chow Patty beach. Like it's supposed to be really beautiful. We looked at pictures of it before we left the hostel and we were like, yeah, that seems nice. It's also like crazy hot out. So let's just, let's go to the beach. We can walk there. It's only like an hour, hour and a half walk, something like that. So we start walking and like, I have never thought that I was going to have a stroke before, but like literally we're walking and like pouring sweat and like we did not drink enough water. And so by the time we get to like, we're like halfway there. And I think I looked at Jason and I was like, this is going to be the most underwhelming beach I've ever seen because everything in Mumbai is just covered in trash, you know? So it's like the pictures look nice, but we'll see what, we'll see what happens. So we like, finally get there and we walk onto the beach and it's covered in garbage and it's like roped off because they're like don't get in the water it's bad for you and so we just like walk out there and we just stand there and we just look at it and we're like oh yeah I forgot they came by because we tried to go touch the water and they got mad at us and we had to like run down and touch it real quick yeah they didn't want you touching the water yeah it was it was so much so much and that's just how they they are over there they just throw their trash on the ground when they're done so there's trash everywhere And then, but, and I tried it and it feels so weird. I like, I had does. like a gum wrapper and I'm like, and you feel like you're committing like the ultimate sin or something. You're like, it does. It's, it's, terrible. A, it's, it's weird. It's really strange. Just, it is. But we like, I don't know. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, now that I've had time away <laughs> to process, I'm like, okay, I want to go back to India and especially the Northern part. Loved it. I thought it was amazing. The culture was really fun. Um, the people were really nice. Um, but yeah, it was definitely the toughest place I've been. Cause I'm definitely, I like to do things alone. Like I like to have the option of walking the streets by myself. And that just was not an option for me. Yeah. And that was so frustrating. Cause I was like, I hate, I hate feeling unsafe because of my gender. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, it's just very frustrating. Um, but besides that, it was great. It was fun because it was such a different experience and I didn't feel culture shock at all while I was there, but it was like the minute we hit the soil in the U S we were all like, Whoa, (laughs) where were we? It is is weird because it's, you get back (laughs) to the U S and you're like coming into the Atlanta airport. You're just, you see 
black people, white people, Asian people. And when you're in India, it's just all Indian people. And you're, which is fine. It's just weird like that because you're used to it here. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And it's like where we really are probably the most like culturally diverse accepting country there is. We're always complaining about that we're not, but you get back home from somewhere like that and you're like, oh, this is so refreshing. Like, it's just kind of nice just seeing the melting pot and you're like, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah this is my hot take on india sorry <laughs> <laughs> it definitely it is a culture shock for sure it is like in the oh, noise yeah. it's it's overwhelming to every sense like oh yeah non-stop Constant honking all the time the smells are like you're walking you get the best smell of a restaurant two steps further it smells like pee and poop because someone just like pooped in the street just or something and, yeah because yeah, people yeah just go down in the alley and do that or something if they have oh and then up. when you're when you're crossing the street it's like playing frogger you're like you walk and then that you was stop. fun <laughs> that was fun once you get used to that that once you get used to it it's fun because it literally is frogger you just walk out there's traffic coming and you just walk out and they you just try to go and stop and get in between yeah <laughs> well fantastic Ooh. guys it's so good to see you it's good to see you yeah. too it's been fun um, Jason, I've got some books I need to mail you. Send me your mailing address. Okay. All right. One is a one is a borrow because uh, it's it's out of print and I can't find a copy. Yeah, I remember you said. Um, okay. But I want to keep it. And the other, I got an extra copy of a book that I thought you would like. So cool. Can you say what they are? Or is it a surprise? Yeah. Yeah. Well, one one is a, a Peter Pan. It's a, a French uh, comic from probably maybe twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. Um, and do i have to I know, know french no it's it's been okay. translated but the english okay. translation i guess they only put it out for like a year and then i haven't been able to find it since do you want to um, do another video about peter pan then since you said you're a big fan because i just read the book like i listened to it twice i just read it like read through it uh probably a month ago it has but, been a while since i have but i'd i'd potentially be game for it yeah all right cool so I'm peter less pan, of a fan than i used to be Okay. I'm, I, I don't. I don't like dislike it, but I used yeah, to be yeah. like real enthusiast for it. Now I'm like, oh, Peter Pan. That's fun. All um, right. Yeah, I'm excited about this book then. French, then French. The other. The other is also a French translated to English uh, graphic novel called Three Shadows, and I know you like like finding allegory and fairy tales and things like that, and it's real steeped in that. And I figure. Okay. You cool. Um, yeah, that sounds great. Beautifully drawn. It's got a very lyrical line to it that I think is real neat. Cool. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'll send you my address. So that'll be fun. And uh, Natalie, knowing that you are good at climbing over things and walking, um, <laughs> uh, next time we're all at the property, there are some places that I want to explore that I am hesitant to do so myself because I don't know how easy it is to get back. Okay. Um, but there are like quite a few places. Like I I got a map of like where the property line is versus where we go. Mm -hmm. uh and is a very small percentage and that's mostly just because a lot of it is sort of inaccessible at the onset like you have to go across the river and up some rocks to get to the and then you know things level out and they open up and things like that but like it's, yeah. it's tough to start and i'm really curious as to like what all is in that you know up on those mountains and in the dense grove that we can't really get to can i tag yeah. along yeah. All right. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> wants to. I think it'll be. I think it'll be neat. But um. Yeah. But yeah. I'm wanting to. Something that I'm wanting to do is basically like note on a map where different landmarks are and where different trails are, so that you know, 
um it's it's not a thing i think i think there's a thing where you know like our generation or uh, am i uh, i know i'm jason's generation am i your generation natalie or am i up one i think i'm like right on the border i think i'm technically gen z i'm right on the okay. on the line so i'm 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 the 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 geriatric millennial i think is what they call yeah. it <laughs> white beard. um but uh no i'm at, i'm at like family family generation like oh yeah i know that we're, i know that we're technically part of the same group but there's that second wave that i think starts with Aaliyah. oh yeah so i'm in the second wave so you're in the second wave, but anyway, but like, <laughs> but like my group and your group and even some of the kids are occasionally like finding new things at the property and they're like, we found this new thing and nobody's been to it before. And one of the uncles or answer my mom or somebody will be like, oh yeah, we, you know, we used to go up there like 40 yeah. years ago. And I'm like, well, we have no, we have no context for this sort of thing. So I feel like if we start to map out where things are, then it's less likely to get lost as time goes on the older folks uh pass away and the younger folks stop going out into the woods and you know whatever it might be so um so i've, I've started doing that and i think it could be something that you know we could all contribute to yeah that sounds fun make a big make a big google doc you can draw on in photoshop or something yeah yeah no that sounds cool so, all right well you guys go it's so good to see you uh to see both you i look forward to seeing you both in person before too long um yes. and yeah. uh if you ever find yourself up near nashville and want to come out this way do so we'd love to host you all, all right. right same All same right. to you <laughs> see you all right bye, bye. bye. bye.